Because when you rush, that's when mistakes happen. <laughs> Nobody wants mistakes at the dump station. Welcome to Off the Bean Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail was. Welcome to episode 88. Today we're going to talk about the topic that's absolutely essential to your RV journey, yet often neglected in most conversations. We're going to be talking about the glamorous world of RV dump stations, dumping, all the things included around this topic. We're going to help you know where to find and how to use dump stations efficiently. If you're RVing, whether it's part-time, full-time, weekender, whatever, uh, knowing where to find and how to use dump stations efficiently is essential skill. And we've seen, which we may talk about later, people that live the RV life that lack these essential skills. <laughs> but it's something every RVer should master. Yep, exactly. The kids are not going to be on this one because it's a boring topic for them, except for the main subject i guess <laughs> all the poop jokes yeah and they'll be laughing the whole time so we don't want we don't want that they're out playing with their cousins if you'd like the show notes of this episode you can find them at thefailos.com slash 88 and remember our 100th episode is right around the corner and we want to include you in the celebration you can leave us questions on our website by clicking the leave a message button it's yellow you can find it on the side of the website or in the show notes page you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram, or you can send us a message, an email message at hi, H-I, at thefeolas.com. Ask us anything. All right, let's get started. Well, let's talk about things that you should know before we get started. What is a dump station? A dump station is where all the sewage and wastewater from your RV goes, from your holding tanks. Um, that's where you can safely and legally dispose of it what are holding tanks your holding tanks are where the waste water goes from your toilets and from your sinks and showers and what is gray water and black water what is the difference gray water is also called wash water in some lingo some places um, any any sink drain shower drain that's all considered gray water and black water is strictly toilets and both gray water and black go into the holding tank and then should be dumped into a dump station, correct? <laughs> That's correct. There are going to be some things we talk about later on that is kind of a gray area. No pun intended. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a gray area for gray water, but um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> do it again, do it again. But we'll talk about that later. But we recommend that you dump both in in the um, at a dump station, station yeah. into sanitary sewer or septic tank. All right, just a few more terms, just in case you're real new at this. Sewer hose. Tell me about it. A sewer hose is going to be like a a strong, flexible hose that you attach to 
uh, a valve on your RV, which connects to your holding tanks. And then the other end you're going to put into, you're, you're either going to attach, like screw in, or you're going to feed it into the hole. Then you can dump your tanks. And there's different connectors. There's like elbows, clear connectors. What do you recommend? Um, I don't know. It's my preferences have changed over the years. I never really wanted a clear connector at first, but then once I became obsessed with uh, rinsing and flushing my tanks, then I really wanted to see what was coming out and when it was clean. So I use clear connectors Okay. now. How often do you change your sewer hose? Um, I wait till they spring a leak. That's not true. It is true. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> well, one time we were at a dump station at like a Loves or something, and I started dumping, and I noticed there was like two or three little pinholes in one of my hoses. Oh, my gosh. Please don't do this ever again. Well, how am I supposed to know until it starts leaking? I would say we usually get like a year and a half to two years out of it if we wanted to, but um, I think I've gone through and just replaced like one section at a time over the last four and a half years. So, like, yeah, I usually you just have multiple sections, so you can yeah, do like longer exactly. areas. Yep. Um, and I think overall, I have about twenty-five feet, maybe, of a sewer hose. Sometimes at a campground, I'll just use one, or dump station, I'll just use one. Other times, depending on where it's placed, I can use both, you know, and, and maybe have it stretched completely out, you know. It's handy to have at least one or two, maybe even three sections on hand at all times, just because you never know. All the dumps, no dump station is created equal, so you might run into situations where you have to, like, get creative. Have it go through the neighbors under their RV. Yep. <laughs> no, just kidding. We've been in situations where, you know, at the campground, we had to run it under our own RV because the sewer connection was on the passenger side, oh, which yeah. is very unusual. Okay, what's potable water? Is it potable or potable? I thought it was potable. I say potable. I've heard potable, potable. I don't know. I say potable because it makes more sense. But potable water is, it's just water that's safe to drink or use for cooking or brushing your teeth, anything like that. And this would be away from the septic or the uh, dumping station, like a little ways away. Usually, yeah. And if it's not, don't use it. Yep. That would be non-potable water. Even if it says potable. And it's right <laughs> next to the sewer connection or the dump. Don't use it. We'll tell you about that We later. don't use it. <laughs> but almost all dump stations will have non-potable water, which is... That's water that's not safe for drinking or cooking or food preparation or anything like that. Um, it still can be used for other purposes, like flushing out your your sewer hose or flushing your tanks out. But, like, the hose is dirty. Yeah, exactly. That's the one that people stick into their sewer hose and rinse, do a little swirly rinse. <laughs> and then they go hook it up to their holding their freshwater tank and fill it up. I'm honking the horn, telling them not to do that. And the last terminology we have to know before we move on is, like, the full hookups. Like, if you're talking to a campground and you're like, what is full hookups? Do you have full hookups? Yep. What does that include? When we talk about full hookups, we mean electricity, water, and sewer. Like, the three main things to hook your RV to. So, if, if you're calling a campground to see if they have full hookups and they're like, we have... 
partial hookup. That's yeah. usually like a water and electric only. All right, cool. All right, let's get into the meat. How to find dump stations. The first spot, which is the easiest spot, is campgrounds that you're staying at that don't have full hookups. They still may have a dump station at the campground itself. I think every campground we've ever stayed at that um, was like a paid campground or something like that. At least that, one, At least that have RV sites. Yes. If they don't have a full hookup site with sewer, they're going to have a dump station for people to dump their tanks when they leave. And you can use those for free if you're paying there. Yep. And if you're not paying there, you can call these campgrounds that are nearby where you're staying and ask them how much it would be to dump there. And they'll charge you five, ten dollars Yep. We've, sometimes 20 <laughs> Yep. I mean, there we've stayed in areas that didn't have a dump station, but there were like a... For example, Lava Hot Springs, Idaho, we boondocked there, and there was a KOA right down the road. We did need to dump, and we went there. I think we paid $10 and dumped and filled up water. Sometimes uh, you can pay the one fee and get, your, you know, clean your tanks out and be able to fill your freshwater tank. Another good spot is national parks. If you're staying near a national park and you have a national park pass, you can do that. Which we've done many, many times. A lot of the national parks that we stay near, like boondocking, almost always have a campground that has a dump station. So that's easy because sometimes it's driving the RV to the dump station to dump and fill up fresh water. And we did that a lot before we had all the all the gear and tools to do it separately. But yeah, all you have to do them shows your show, all you have to do is show them your pass and drive in, dump, fill up water and. Go back to your boondocking spot. And you can also do this a lot at state campgrounds as well if you have a state campground pass. Yep. However, we used to do this here in Michigan, and it never cost us anything, but now apparently they charge. Yeah, when we lived here and had our RV, we would um, use our – it was part of our vehicle registration. It was Mm -hmm. like a state park pass. And, yeah, we could just drive into the state park and dump and be done. Now, apparently, there's some sort of fee. That's in Michigan. I don't know about other states. They Every state's probably different. But but that they still allow you to do it. You just got to pay the fee. Yep. Another spot to find dump stations sometimes would be gas stations or fuel centers or, or truck stops. Good example of this is Loves. Yep, Loves and some Pilot or Flying J's. Um, some, some of those big truck stops, they actually have RV specific lanes where you can actually dump your sewer, fill up water and get gas or fuel at the same time. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we've done it. At the same spot? And propane. Yeah. Right in the same lane. Not same spot though. Like you move? Nope. Oh. So you dump right by the gas? Yeah. Like, you don't move your RV. <laughs> That's, That's correct. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it's an RV lane. Um, and I think it was a one of the ones that we used in the Midwest somewhere, maybe like Oklahoma. Yeah, you just pull in. I dumped the tanks. I got some gasoline. <laughs> I filled up water and even got propane. That's I would have been so mad if I was waiting behind you and I just needed gas. <laughs> well, there's there's many other lanes for just gas. 
But we've done that. Um, one time, we, one year, we were in Michigan. We were in Mackinac City, and we needed to dump our tanks, but there was no actual, like, campground or actual dump station around, but there was a gas station nearby. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were to say, so we just dumped it in Lake Michigan. Yeah, we just opened the tank and went over the bridge. No, there was a gas station nearby that um, I think it was on one of our apps that we use. And I went in, talked to them, and they said, sure, but you have to use this hook. You have to take the sewer cover off or the, the manhole and move it. <laughs> and then you just shove your hose down there and dump. And it was like 10 bucks. Yeah. I didn't question it. <laughs> Speaking of apps, tell me about apps and websites to find dump stations. So we use multiple sources. Um, iOverlander is a good phone app that I use, even the computer. Campendium has dump stations, and these apps you can actually filter out if you're just looking for a dump station or water or both. You can actually filter and sort right on their app for those specific things. I've used uh, freedumpsites.net, I think. Yep. Um, recently, uh, Harvest Host and Boondockers Welcome has added dump stations to their app. But we have uh, had... I think at least one or two times that we tried to use a dump station and it was not valid. Was it on that app or a different one? I think it was Harvest Host. Hmm. I don't remember where that was. Arizona or maybe, I don't know. The Loves app or the Pilot Flying J, you can sort the RV lane or the RV equipped places, stores that they have. And they'll, they have a list of things that they, or a list of accommodations that they have. And you should use these apps and these websites to help plan your route. When I plan my route, um, I tend to plan at least with dump stations in mind and within like a somewhat reasonable drive. Because now we can just leave the RV. We can use our pump and our tote and go dump. The only bad thing about that is it's like multiple trips. So even if even if I'm going to do that, I don't. I still don't want to drive 45 minutes one way to go dump, you know, half my tank and then have to make multiple trips. So if that was the case, I might have to just take the RV, you mm -hmm. know. That's the kind of decision and planning you'll have to do. A lot of times, though, you'll plan it. So, you know, we're driving, we drive through the national park, we dump, and then yep. we drive all the way through, and then we're camping somewhere on the other side. Yep, yep. Yeah, whether it's uh, before your destination or if you're going right there, that's just something that you have to keep in mind when you're planning. Let's talk about using RV dump stations, the process we take, all the details when you actually want to use one. What's the first thing you need to do? You're going to want to ask for permission and pay any fees if you didn't stay at the campground. If you're going to a campground to dump and you aren't staying there already, you're going to at least ask for permission. Some, some campgrounds will allow you to just dump. Others will charge you. But that's what you're going to want to do. You're going to find that out first, pay the fee if necessary. And if you're using one at like a gas station or something, you should always go in and buy something too, just to. That's what we do. Like if, if, um, if there's a free dump station at a gas station or, or something like that, we'll use it, get some snacks, buy some whatever, or, or get, get gas, gas and yeah. fill up, you know, I'll fill up the RV and that's hundreds of dollars. <laughs> All right, so tell us the steps. What do we do? 
Just get it out and start swinging it around. So the the first thing that I usually do, if I've never been there before, is I get on Google Maps and look at their satellite and look at the satellite view, and I will see exactly where that dump station is. Uh, the best way to get in and out of the gas station. Sometimes some gas stations are very tight to maneuver around, like in our RV with the Jeep in tow. So that's something I want to pay attention to. If I can drive all the way around the building if I have to, or if I have to like snake in between like the gas pumps or something. So I always plan ahead by looking on Google Maps satellite view. Uh, look at the layout. Sometimes, usually you'll find a dump station along the edge of the property somewhere, you know, the parking area or whatever, the driveway. Usually it's like all concrete or asphalt. Um, they're rarely level. So sometimes you, if you really want to get a good clean out, you'll want to level or rate. Like for us, we would raise the front of the RV up a little more than level. And that's if you have automatic jacks. If you yep. don't, don't worry about that yeah, step. Yeah. But but it's always a it's that that could be a thing. Like if you're gonna if we're boondocking and I go dump, we're gonna be boondocking for another couple weeks. I want to get those as clean as possible, empty as possible. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna find the. The sewer inlet, which is typically in some sort of a, you know, a recessed concrete tub or something like that. Um, that's where you attach your, your hose. Once everything's clean, it's to start dumping. Pull the trigger. Yep. <laughs> and I always, like, double-check all my connections because there has been times, like, when you open the tank fully, because that's actually important, too. You don't want to like just crack it and let it kind of like seep through. You actually oh, that's want how I do it every time. <laughs> you want to open the valve fully to get that like full swoosh and you know to to actually get the current flowing in there. That's funny cuz I actually do it slow cuz I'm yeah. so scared it's going to shoot out of the hole. But there has been times and if you if if you've ever been by an RV dump station, most places will have like some sort of like a heavy rock or brick or something in the thing that usually comes in handy when you want to rest that on the end of the hose. <laughs> because sometimes when you crack the valve open fully, there's enough pressure that it turns the end into like a fire hose. And there's you, a movie about that, right? Use your imagination <laughs> if you want to. If, if you can imagine the end of that hose just swaying back and forth, just spraying all over. It may or may not have happened to me before, but. It's, I definitely wasn't there because I wouldn't have that's, let you back in our RV. <laughs> that's, well, I'm not standing in it, but that's definitely where the non-potable water hose comes in handy when you're done. But that's, that's another thing, like when you're, when you're setting up your sewer hose into the, the sewer inlet and stuff. Sometimes you have to go up and over a curb or around, you know, so they're all different. You just have to get sometimes creative. Sometimes, like we have, um, we have like a sewer hose. Like sewer, an accordion thing? Like the sewer hose stand that uh, elevates it up off the ground. I've had to use that at dump stations because they had like a foot and a half tall curb that before, from in between the RV and the dumps and the um, sewer connection. It, the, the hose would like sag down to the ground and then have to go up a foot and a half and then back down. So I just had to support that hose from the RV to the curb so it actually would run through. Otherwise, you just don't get a you, – it's harder to empty that without doing that. And you should do the – just when you're hooked up still, we didn't say this earlier, but we should say it. 
Uh, you use you do your black tank first, yep, and then your gray tank because the gray will help rinse everything. Yep, that's well. what I do. Is I, I'll, I'll empty the black tank first. Wait till I don't really hear anything running out. I'll shut that valve and then I'll open the gray tank, and let that f- clean the hose out and then just continue to drain out. And that's a that that is also a good time if they have the non potable water or the rinse. Sometimes they have a rinse water. You can connect that. Uh, rinse the tank out while you're dumping and after. Just another thing is like as far as etiquette goes, I've been behind people that took 35 minutes to rinse their tanks. I don't really think it's that necessary unless maybe they're winterizing it or something. I don't know. I can have mine dumped and rinsed in about five to ten minutes. So that's, yeah, you don't want to rinse it multiple times if there's people behind you. If there's nobody behind you, sure, do it again. Do it one more time. time. Yeah, take your time. But if there's a bunch of people or even another person, uh, just be respectful. And by, by no means should you rush. You know, if you want to get your tanks clean, do it. Just do it in a you know, reasonable amount of time. Yeah. Because when you rush, that's when mistakes happen. And nobody <laughs> wants mistakes at the dump station. <laughs> and then you should just clean up after yourself. Yep. You should use that potable, non-potable water to clean up the pavement area if you had any spills. Yep. You should throw away your gloves. You should do everything that you would do if it was in your yard. Yeah, usually. Maybe, unless usually, you're a sloppy person. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you will find a little trash can or something like that. Um, I typically use like the little nitrile, blue nitrile disposable gloves. Um, I actually do have a, a thicker pair of like waterproof gloves that I've used before. Sometimes I'll I'll put those on, do all my things. If it's like. You don't always use gloves, but. In one form you know, or another. Yeah, especially if you're in an area. Yep. You do. Um, but that that's a good place to just throw those gloves away. I've seen, you know, the disposable gloves laying all over around the the sewer hole and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, people just expect other people to just wash them down the hole, which is bad, too. <laughs> We've actually been to a state park where the sewer connection was plugged, and I hooked all my stuff up and pulled the thing, and it completely flooded the whole basin. Oh, my God, that's and, disgusting. Yeah, I think that was in Brighton, maybe. And I had to go get the people. As soon as it started filling up, I shut the valve. But that hose is, you know, that hose is 10 feet long and 3 inches in diameter. That's a lot of stuff in there. So it ha- it pretty much all drained. So I had to go get them, and then they had to get their tool that they have and shove it down the... But our hose was... Cu- Did you throw that hose away? No, we rinsed it. We washed it. This was a long time ago, right? Yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, we still don't have that. Hose. We don't have that hose anymore, but but yeah, they pulled up a rag because somebody had flushed or rinsed a rag down the hole. Mm. But they said that happens all the time. That's why they have that special tool that goes right down in the sewer. It's like a hook. And then you should drive away from that area, drive forward to a potable water section. Yep. We were talking about this early, so go ahead and tell that. Explain that to us. Yeah, we typically, and I don't know, even if we're desperate, we've actually driven elsewhere to get fresh water because I've watched people with my own eyes. There'll be a sign that says, do not rinse hoses with this water. You know, do not stick this in your sewer hose to rinse it out. And people do it anyways. They stick that fresh, the end of that fresh water hose right into their 
sewer hose that just had black water in it, <laughs> and they just do a good good rinse out, you know, swirling it around, letting it hit all the sides. And like we were in um, we were in Montana near Glacier, and I was I had the RV there, and I was waiting behind a guy, and he did that. And I'm like honking the horn. I'm like, you know, on my window, I'm like, dude, don't do that. That's fresh water. There's a big, huge sign that says not to do it. And he's just like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I had to get water somewhere else. And we've been, we've gone places like. So in other words, if it's close, just don't do it. Trust us, please. We've seen the most disgusting things. Yeah. But if you drive, if you're, if you have to drive forward a little bit before it will reach your water. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Then that's a good thing. Do that. And then it's actually better too, because then you're not taking up the lane longer you're actually yep. moving forward and somebody else can use the septic a lot of park. national park dump stations are set up that way with potable water away from mm-hmm. and as far as like sometimes there's potable water near the near the dump station if you don't feel comfortable using that like at times we've actually gone into the store asked them if there's a separate spigot we could use yeah and a lot of times they will yep. they'll say there's like a faucet yep, yep. All right, let's talk about best practices. What is some best practices that I need to know to have the most efficient dumping process? Uh, One good tip that I have is don't go empty your tanks at a checkout time. (laughs) If you're using like a any type of campground dump station, national park, or national park, or um. Uh, a gas station dump station that's near like a primitive or rustic campground because you will encounter a line of people. (laughs) Sometimes you'll get the 45 minute rinser guy. Sometimes you'll get the in a hurry guy that makes a mess, you know? So there's all kinds of things that can, that can factor in. And if you do encounter that, you still have to be patient. Don't rush those in front of you and don't try setting up anything before (laughs) you get to the station. Like, don't be, like, running around and, like, doing stuff. Just stay in your car until it's your turn, and then you can get out and do what you got to do. Yep. Yep, we've seen that, too. You know, people are out of their vehicle, out of their motorhome, and they're getting their hoses out and doing all these things. Meanwhile, the person in front of them has been gone for six minutes, (laughs) and they don't know it because they're at the back of their RV on the other side, and... uh They don't realize that the person has left. So, you know, the few people behind them are just kind of sitting there waiting. The next thing that's very important and a good best practice is to keep the area as clean as you can. It is a very disgusting thing. The whole thing is disgusting, but it has to be done. And if we leave it gross, they're going to shut it down if it's a free one. Yeah. I mean, why would you have, if you're a gas station, why would you allow there to be a dump station there if people continue to leave it? gross yep so. yeah if you have spills especially big spills there could be little spills and not noticeable like little drips or whatever but i've seen it to where people have flooded it or didn't really know what they're doing i've seen people that uh didn't have a sewer hose so they just pulled as close as they could <laughs> to the hole and they opened their valve and let it flow in and drain so oh my gosh yeah that's pretty bad Make sure you're throwing away your gloves in the trash cans, not in the hole, you know, the hole. Yeah, don't rinse Um, them down the sewer or anything like that. And if anything spills, make sure you clean it up. Yep. And speaking of cleanliness, one thing that I do 
is on my way back to the RV after I'm done, if there's any type of grass nearby, I like shuffle my feet through the grass before I get in. <laughs> if there's not, <laughs> I go through, you know, dirt or gravel or just the pavement and I'll shuffle around for a, a minute or two. Oh just my like, gosh, Tony, you just gross but, me out totally. You think that's cleaning and then you just walk through our house. <laughs> but keep in mind, I'm not standing in any I know, I know. puddles of anything. I avoid all the puddles of anything because I never know. You know, sometimes when I'm done, I'll rinse the whole area down. And just looking at it as I'm walking away, I'm like, that actually looks pretty gross. Like, yeah. you know, maybe I'd made a mess and just left, but um, I know it's clean and I know I cleaned it up, but I never know what the person before me did. So I'm always a little leery. So I try not to stand in any, any wet spots or puddles or anything like that. That's why like, I'll, I'll just kind of like shuffle around when I'm done. I don't think that I'm getting my shoes a hundred percent clean, but I also take them off right at the door. So. Yeah, I know. You should also be respectful of others' time, space, by keeping your equipment within your area. Don't, like, spread it out everywhere. Um, and then working as fast as you can, but efficiently, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's understandable. Every Anybody with an RV that's at a dump station, they have an understanding that maybe the guy in front of them has a bin full of stuff. He has to get the bin out and then get his hose out and then hook it up. Whatever, that's fine. If even though I don't have that set up, my hose is, is set up right in the back. I can open my door, pull my two hoses out, hook them up, and be dumping within a minute or so. You know, so, and I'm patient. I'll, I'm patient when I see that kind of stuff. I understand that not everybody has the same exact setup, so that's just something that you have to keep in mind. Another consideration for uh, getting your tanks extra clean is to have a sanitizing company clean your tanks. And that's a process of cleaning the RV's sometimes water system, fresh water system, but mostly your black tank and your gray tank. And that's cleaning all the extra bacteria. Sometimes they grow, a lot of times they grow mold in there, especially your gray tank from all like the food waste and stuff sitting in there. Um, and that's where a lot of that smell comes yep, from as well. Yep. And the best way to do that is to use a company like Clean Tank, who we've used before. Mm-hmm. We used them in Cottonwood, Arizona. Our guy's name was Brian. He was a great, great service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do know some people from Instagram who have recently set up their own Clean Tank yes. business. Yep. Greg and Tammy from Chasing the Caches. I will link them in the show notes as well. But it's inst- on Instagram, it's the dot road six (laughs) or i will link it in the show notes so you can just check the show notes they have their own franchise now so check them out and they move around where the one in arizona is just in the arizona area so if you're in arizona you can definitely contact the guy we used who's in cottonwood area yep but uh greg and tammy move all around so they might be in your area all right let's get into like the legal stuff let's talk about your responsibilities as an RVer, when it comes to waste, RV owners are required to comply with laws and regulations when it comes to like waste disposal and the jurisdiction they're traveling in. Yeah, so different areas will have different laws, and you, it's your responsibility to make sure you know those. There are very, very, very hefty fines and penalties if you dump. Well, you're not supposed to dump. Yeah, especially when it comes to sewage. Mm-hmm. In some cases, even you can even be put in jail 
for. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely important to know uh, the laws. The Clean Water Act is another one that's very important to know. If you're near water, yep. um, you can get in some serious trouble. So definitely know the regulations of the states that in the areas that you're in. Yeah, it's never legal to dump sewage anywhere other than yeah. sewers, sanitary sewers, dump stations, things like that. Policies regarding RV waste disposal can vary widely. Some parks provide dump stations free of charge to guests, while others may require a small fee. Like in Colorado, we stayed at a place with partial hookups at the fairgrounds, and they had a dump station, which when we paid a nightly fee, the dump station was included, but they did have like a 10 or $15 charge for people to just come in and dump. But that, w- that dump station was only open... Uh, during the day it was not open 24 hours yeah so that's the other thing too is sometimes there's certain hours that they're open you just it's your responsibility to know all that research the policies and you know the procedures that are going on where you're going to be dumping yeah especially if if you're looking at apps and stuff don't just go by what the app says because a lot of those are crowdsourced and they can have information that's not correct or out of date or not accurate so if there's ever, like, any questionable dump site that I'm looking at going at, I'll call if there's a number to call, and I'll ask. So of all the different, like, government areas that government owns that you can stay and camp in, and I'm talking, like, national parks, uh, you know, all the different areas, or national uh, forests, state forest, all of them, BLM does allow you to dump Wash water. Wash water now on that's, the ground. That's a very, like, vague... They have a very vague definition of that. It's a very controversial topic if you get on any type of Facebook or Instagram conversation yeah. about it. There's people that say that that's completely not true. There's people that say that they do it all the time. So there's a lot of factors that come into play. The best bet is to just not do it. Yeah, it's a very, very shady area. You should definitely research. I know there was one that, you know, I read one that he said that the guy allowed him to do it um, if it was in a bucket. So that was like straight up wash water, right? And so if you... For example, sometimes if we're boondocking and we're trying to save tanks and and avoid using the tote a lot, we when we shower, we'll shower in like a little portable tub in the bottom of the shower that catches all the water. And that type of water, just dump outside. Yeah, and that's okay because, honestly, you can shower outside if you want. Yeah, like, exactly. ban people shower outside all the time. In, um, but, you should, but you should still be careful of what you're putting in that water to put outside. Yep. You know, like, if you're just rinsing off and stuff like that, you're, you're going to be fine. I wouldn't go crazy in it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say there's, like, no food waste or anything like that that can attract animals or, or you know, have toxins or whatever. Um, another thing to keep in mind is you you really shouldn't even do that if you're near water, any type of water source, creek, even a wash, like uh, in the desert. You're really not supposed to do that near any type of wash or anything like that. And you should just do, not do it if you don't have to. Like yep. if we're staying five days or six days, we, you know, the only time we rarely ever do it is like emergency situations where, you know, and it's it's normally – wash water <laughs> like Straight you're in wash the, water <laughs> you're in the shower and the gray tank is full yeah <laughs> and you're standing there in like three inches of water and it's about to overflow i may go out i'll hook up i don't just hook up like a sewer hose and 
you know, just let it loose. I'm, I have a garden hose attachment for, for that connection and I can basically trickle yeah. gray water. And we don't even do that now that we have a tote. So, yep. but this is something before we had a tote, we have done that in those specific areas in the BLM areas that it is allowed. Yeah, and I'm not talking, we're not dumping 50, 60 gallons of wastewater. No. It may be two or three. Yeah, and it's just because I'm stealing it. It's always my fault. <laughs> All right. It's worth noting that dumping gray water on the ground is the complete opposite of leave no trace. So if you're an RVer and you're trying to be in the wilderness and explore these great places and you're cleaning up, um, after other people like trash and you're complaining about that, but then you dump your gray water, it is kind of like the complete opposite of it because that's not leaving it <laughs> better than the way you found yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Especially because I've smelled some of your uh, gray tanks out there. <laughs> I've smelled our own gray tank. And <laughs> they're disgusting. not pleasant. <laughs> All right. If you have any questions about sewers, dumping tanks, any of the crappy details let us know you can leave us a message on our website and even let us know if you want to put it on our 100th episode we'll even throw it on there uh, or you can send us a message at the Fayolas on Facebook or Instagram or send us an email at hi at the that's h-i hi and we can't wait to hear from you thank you for listening and we'll see you next week bye Okay, you ready? Airplane mode. Go ahead and hit it. Boom, 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 boom. Chick, chick, boom, boom, boom. Do it. Okay. It's on. Oh, you got to hit because we're talking about poop. Yep. This is why the kids can't be on it because then they'd be laughing yeah, through the whole pure thing. Pure laughter through the whole thing. Welcome to I Sound Funny. Do I sound funny to you? You always sound funny. Hello? Today we're going to talk about... <laughs> You're so corny. You can leave us questions and answers. Don't leave us answers. Ask a question and answer it. <laughs> you can leave us questions anywhere. You can DM them. <laughs> I can't tell. And how much do you change out your sewer hose? Let me say that again. Hold on. And how much do you change out your sewer oh, hose? How often? Yeah. How often do you... Let me say that again. <laughs> how Wait. Say it again. Okay. How often do you change out your sewer hose? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got 11 minutes recorded. <laughs> i got like two minutes of usable material here. Can I put this podcast thing away and we can try tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs>